When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 16 teams have entered the offseason. No, 24 teams have entered the offseason in the NFL. Colts, one of them. We're going to talk about the Indianapolis Colts and what we might see as we look ahead to the combine, to free agency, and to the draft. And one thing that we're going to set our expectation toward is a trade back from 15 or the acquisition of a veteran in exchange for that 15th pick. Ballard's done that before. And it worked out pretty well. The acquisition of DeForest Buckner, a big move by Ballard, and it paid off big because that draft really wasn't very good back in 2020. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about why the Combine is staying in Indianapolis next year. People like it here. The NFL likes it here. Indianapolis does it right. So you don't need to move. It doesn't need to go to L.A. It's good here. It's convenient here. We do convenience better than anybody in the country. Nobody, no city is more convenient than Indianapolis, despite some efforts to kind of muck it up and turn it into chaos. We'll talk about that. The Pacers last night, a big win on the road. They get a win against a good Sacramento Kings team, despite the fact that they were way undermanned last night. The number of people who were not available last night Pretty substantial. The guys who played balled out. Pacers get the W. Good for them. We'll talk about IU at Wisconsin. That game tonight at the Kohl Center. Hey, the last time that IU won at the Kohl Center was the first time it played at the Kohl Center eight days after it opened back in 1998. Indiana got its first and only W at the Kohl Center. We'll talk a little bit about Indiana basketball because it's important in the state of Indiana. It's important to Indiana University alums, and it just seems to continue to wobble. No matter who is in charge of that program, it continues to wobble as though that's its fate. Dan Dockich on Two Big Brains yesterday said, is it the curse of Bob Knight? I don't think so, but you know what? It's as good an explanation as any for why Indiana continues to be the wobbly program that it is. This is Breakfast with Ken for Friday, January 19th, 2024, brought to you by the great people at MyBookie. Here's the deal with MyBookie. It's got the largest online lineup of odds, contests, Vegas-style casino games, making it your ultimate destination for all types of fun, 24-7, right at your fingertips. If you've been waiting for the right time to get in on the action, the wait's over. Make your winning move today and sign up at MyBookie. Use promo code KENT. To claim your deposit up to a thousand bucks, that's right, Kent, for an opportunity to boost your betting power. Experience the thrill of sports betting right from the comfort of your own home. Because with my bookie, you can bet anything, anytime, anywhere. Make sure and subscribe to this channel. Nice thing to do. Watch two big brains from yesterday. Nothing better than sitting around talking sports with Dan Dockich. Listening to it's probably the next best thing. I enjoy it. 
You'll enjoy it. Just search Two Big Brains in the search bar, and off you go. And uh, make sure and give the thumbs up to the video. It's the polite thing to do. You want to make a donation? Make a donation. We'll see your comment. We'll talk about it. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts and kind of the way they're going to navigate this offseason. They could wind up with financial moves we went over yesterday, and that means, unfortunately, uh, releasing Mo Ali Cox, Ashton Doolin, renegotiating uh, Ryan Kelly's deal, maybe renegotiating Quentin Nelson, maybe you do the same thing with Braden Smith, and, and you create some cap space. You can get into the mid-80s in cap space. And in the mid-80s, you're going to be able to make a bit of a splash move in free agency, and there's no need more profound for the Colts right now than quarterback. And Jalen Johnson is the best quarterback available on the free agent market. The uh, could-be uh, former Chicago Bear coming to Indianapolis, that would make, I think it would make sense for him and it would make sense for the Colts. He knows that the Bears aren't going everywhere. Everyone else in the NFL does. How would it be lost on people up in Lake Forest, Illinois, that the Bears are going nowhere? But the Bears, they might choose to franchise him. At any rate, you get Jalen Johnson, you feel pretty good about your quarterback situation potentially. Uh, again, the Colts with cap space in the mid-'80s. Bears have about $50 million in cap space. Um, so he's got, he's a fifth year cornerback and he's really, really good. He does everything well. You can put him on an Island. If you've got Juju Brents healthy and you've got Jalen, uh, on the other side, healthy Jalen Johnson, not Jalen Jones. Uh, you, although he's not terrible, you got a depth piece there. You felt like, I got to tell you the truth. You felt like when you listen to Chris Ballard's uh, season-ending media availability. It felt like he thought good things about the current crop of cornerbacks that he's got. We know that as they do a self-scout, they're going to realize that they need help at that position. They really do. You don't know what's going to happen with Dallas Flowers. Dallas Flowers may come back from his torn Achilles. We hope that he does. But you can't count on that. Go get a real guy. Instead of betting and hoping that somebody develops and improves, how about going and getting a guy who can play? If you got $85 million in cap space, as the Colts might have, go ahead and get a guy. You know, make the splash move. Uh, Chris Ballard has not made a real splash move in free agency maybe yet. He's overdue. Cole Lewis says, good morning, Kent. Who would you like the Colts to draft in the first round? Any free agents that stand out to you that the Colts should sign? Yes, uh, we're just talking about, uh, of course, Jalen Johnson of the Bears. And nice segue, actually, Cole. Very nice, because I want to talk about the draft. The Colts draft 15th. Now, what the Colts have done in that position uh, in the past with Chris Ballard, 15th, they took Malik Hooker in, in Ballard's first. It was Ballard's first draft pick in 2017. Here is what the 15th pick has yielded over the last 10 drafts. Uh, Ryan Shazier, tragic story, was playing pretty well uh, prior to his uh, tragic injury. Melvin Gordon in 15, Corey Coleman in 16, Malik Hooker in 17, Colton Miller in 18, that wasn't a bad pick. Uh, 19, Dwayne Haskins by Washington, good Lord. 
That didn't pay off. Jerry Judy, still really not paying off for the Denver Broncos. Mac Jones for the Patriots. What have we learned so far? Don't draft a quarterback. Even though I argued for that earlier in the week, it would seem that evidence suggests it's not the best move. Uh, then you've got uh, Kenyon Green, an offensive lineman for Houston back in 22, and Will McDonald, a defensive end for the Jets in 23. What does that evidence suggest? That you are much better off using that piece to go get something else, as the Colts did in 2020 as they traded that 13th overall pick, which was used to draft Tristan Wirfs, which was a really good pick. For Colts got DeForest Buckner, who they negotiated an extension with immediately, and all of a sudden, you got your piece of the puzzle in that defensive line that they're ready to win with. That was a good deal. That is the kind of, I'll tell you why it was a good deal, if you want to know, all right? Since he was acquired, DeForest Buckner has had a weighted adjusted value, and this is something you can look up on Pro Football Reference, of 40, totaling 40, all right? The people in that draft, non-quarterback division, all right, uh, only three non-quarterbacks have had weighted approximate values of 40 or better. And uh, they are Justin Jefferson, uh, C.D. Lamb, and Tristan Wirfs. That's it. That doesn't happen every day. At, at 13, 14, 15. And if you can go get somebody that you can project to have that kind of productivity, you go get that person with that 15th overall pick because people's eyes will get bigger uh, as you get closer to the draft. And somebody, when we go through the combine, and glad it's going to be here for another year, it's here this year, here next year as well. And it should stay here forever because this place does that kind of event better than any. It is really, really convenient here. You've got the convention center attached to the stadium. You've got medical. You've got all you need right here. Hotels are habit trails away. You never have to go outside. You don't have to take a cab. Don't have to do nothing. It is nothing. But even though Ike and Jonesy's closed and, and coaches are despondent still over Ike and Jonesy's closing downtown. Where better for coaches to go get some action, right? Um, they, this is still the home of the Combine, as it has been since 1987. But as you've got the Combine, people's eyes are going to grow and grow and grow and grow big as saucers over some guys who might fall to 15th. Colts moving 15 to get a, a veteran maybe entering that fifth year uh, of a first-round deal, or somebody like a DeForest Buckner, maybe a cornerback, maybe a wide receiver. Wow, that is, that's the move, right? Drafting somebody 15th, they drafted Quiddy Pay 21st. It's taken Quiddy Pay a significant amount of time to develop as an NFL player. Do you want to wait the three years, or you want to get a guy to roll in here after maybe in his fourth year, maybe in his fifth year, ready to roll right now? Yes, you do. How about a trade for Jalen Johnson as a cornerback? How about talk to the Bears and say, look, you know what? You don't want to extend him. You, you, do you want to franchise him? 
Maybe you do, maybe you don't, but how about you trade? How about give us him, we'll negotiate a, a, a long-term deal, and you take 15 and knock yourselves out. Have one, what do they have? Bears have like one, nine, and then 15? That's exactly what Bears fans want. They want three first-rounders so the Bears can, can strike out all in the first round. Strike one, strike two, strike three, all in the top 15. Fantastic. Expect whatever you expect from the Bears. Expecting them to make bad decisions with their draft assets. Man, that's money in the bank. You bet on that all day and twice on Sundays. And uh, they're interviewing, get this, nine. The Bears are interviewing up to, and maybe more, a ninth candidate that they're going to interview for the offensive coordinator job was announced yesterday or made known yesterday. It's Cliff Kingsbury. Good luck to the Bears. Nine. How about a focused search? How about having a clue as to what you want your offense to look like how it needs to operate, and go get that guy. No. Cast a wide net. The only, the only eliminating factor, guys who don't know that a football is oblong. That's it. Like, do you know how a football's shaped? Well, yes, it's kind of oblong. It's, uh, you know, it's a pig skin, and you got the Duke printed on it. You're in. Let's interview you. This is the widest net I've ever seen in an offensive coordinator search. It is ridiculous. Let's talk about IU-Wisconsin. That game tonight, 8.30 on Fox Sports 1. Are we crazy? Are Indiana fans just crazy? Uh, what made IU special as a program is long, long gone. The only remnant of it, goofy-looking pants. That's it. That, that's what you got. Other than that, this is, what is this? This is like DePaul. That's what Indiana's become. It's the DePaul Blue Demons in Bloomington, Indiana. And that's just sad. What used to be the hallmarks of Indiana basketball. And, and they were like, you know, precision, pride, toughness, accountability. Gone, 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 gone. And what's left Guys who are doing time in Bloomington trying to get to the NBA and, and coaches cashing checks. And that's just sad. It shouldn't be this way. It's become this. All are guilty. All are responsible. And all must be vanquished. Get this thing right. How, how difficult is this? Evidently, quite difficult. We've actually got people on this channel saying this. It was a mistake to fire Tom Crean. That is the biggest indictment in the history of indictments about Indiana basketball. Uh, but they play Wisconsin tonight. Last time they beat Wisconsin, Michael Lewis and A.J. Guyton were in the backcourt. Andre Patterson, he, the assistant general manager of the Portland Trailblazers right now at the age of 48. That's how long ago it's been. Pacers, nice segue. They play against the Portland Tra Trailblazers tonight after beating the Sacramento Kings last night. Sacramento's a good team. And the Pacers were without. Uh, Pascal Siakam has not joined the team yet. The guys they traded for Siakam, they can't play for the Pacers. They're on their way to Toronto. You had uh, Sotonuora and, and Brown gone. Who else gone? 
My heavens. Uh, how about uh, Neesmith? Gone. Nembhard? Gone. Um, it, all these guys. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Those guys are not healthy enough to play. So you're down like six guys. What happens? Ben Matherin with 25 last night. TJ McConnell with 20 and 10. You in th like 35 minutes. Smith with 17 and 13. Last night, Pacers get the win, 126-121. Good for them. How about Jairus Walker with 15 points in 20 minutes? Nice night last night for Jairus Walker. Uh, Pacers kind of rolling, having some fun. We'll talk about rolling. Look at this shirt. This shirt is rolling because it's a birthday Friday and we celebrate by wearing a Hawaiian shirt every week. Uh, those celebrating birthdays today, uh, some of my favorite people. The great John Langtow celebrating a birthday today. John Langtow, what, uh, what a beautiful human being. Michelle Middleton celebrating a birthday today. You kidding me? What a great human being. Tracy Gibbons Piette. Tracy beat me in eighth grade as the eighth grade treasurer. Ran for class office. I was uh, trounced by Tracy Gibbons Piette. And she, you'd like to be bitter? She was like the nicest person ever. Nicest person. If you go to Lake Bluff Junior High today and you walk the halls and you talk to people and say, who is well known as being the nicest person ever? to be a student at this school. They say, oh, easy, Tracy Gibbons. Who'd she marry? That guy with the name, uh, Piete. That's the guy. That's what you get back. Tracy Gibbons, nicest, hap, hap, happiest person in the world. And she beat me correctly for a student council treasurer. Blair Wolf, happy birthday. Lloyd Harp, Charlotte Walton Wilson, happy birthday. Steve Carroll, uh, the great Will Haskett, happy birthday. And the three aforementioned great people. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Lift people. Don't pull each other down. Be nice to people. If you're in Indiana, it's slick on the roads today, so be extra cautious, extra nice, and understand that some old people behind the wheel of the car, they got to go places, all right? They get a little bit a little bit jittery behind the wheel, and they may go slower than you would like them to go. Accommodate them. Say, you know what? Life's too short. I'm going to let this go. They want to go 20 and a 40? You know what? I'll just get where I'm going a little bit later. It's going to be fine. In the meantime, it's an early morning dance party at the Sterling. Julie! We're dancing! what we do. Julie's going to join me in and say it's going to be Disco Party Sterling House.